Hello, Erica. Hello, Stephen. We're watching the first episode of a new Doctor Who serial, The Wheel in Space. And by we're watching, you mean we just watched. That's right. Yeah, it's not a commentary this episode. <laughs> no, we didn't uh, just start doing that all of a sudden. No. No. But, but we could. That would be the laziest. That would be terrible. I don't like commentaries where somebody's watching something for the first time and commenting on it. I feel like that's not... Unless it's unless it's kind of as a joke, that's not ideal. Yeah. No, we wouldn't do that to you. Because um, this is the first time you've watched this. And this is more or less the first time I've seen... Let's face it, this is the first time I've properly seen this story, even though only two episodes exist, episodes three and six. Um, but the the previous reconstruction that I had uh, was probably well made by, I think, the Loose Cannon people. But I think the version I have was like eighth generation Oof. VHS. So like it would just be blobs. <laughs> I remember watching and thinking, I don't really have a clue what's going on here. And I'm reliant on the audio dialogue to tell me and there's not a lot of dialogue in this no. first episode so I, I feel like this is kind of a new experience for me too and thanks to our, our non-sponsor BritBox <laughs> uh, they've put on a telus, an official Telesnap recon made by the restoration team for this story exclusive to BritBox which I think is quite something and most interesting given the choice of story they selected but anyway yeah, I really, I really liked this uh, this reconstruction because you are you are right. There's there there's two characters, um, more or less, for the yeah. most part of it. Uh, the Doctor and Jamie, and yeah, there's not a lot of dialogue in a bunch of sections. But this version had nice um, captions telling us what was happening. The the servo robot moves in this direction. The servo robot does this or that, and. I kept I kept thinking Tom Servo in my head, but it was I didn't even know who that was. No, I had to explain Mystery Science Theater three thousand. But anyway, like you know, he's not entirely dissimilar to Tom Servo because he's like a Tom Servo is a little gumball machine. This guy's well, he's more shaped like a giant bottle of aftershave. I think that's true. That would be a deep cut for the M those people. Yeah, MST T three K because this is a story that doesn't <laughs> properly exist. And for them to go, yeah, let's design one of our characters exactly after that. No, no, no. No, when I say Tom Servo is a gumball machine, I don't mean he's shaped like a gumball machine. I mean, he is a gumball machine. Oh, right. Yeah. Maybe the Servo robot is, robot is too. We haven't seen him at his full potential. Well, that's true. He does sort of push that little tube forward and then gumballs in the form of those strange oh, mm-hmm. um, spheres yep. come out baby rovers like in the prisoner yeah i don't know how big they were i'm not sure we got the uh, the full gist of how big they were from the pictures we saw but i think they're bigger than gumballs that's true well, i was i was thinking they look like the size of your average like globe like you know a, like a, a globe of the earth that would sit on like a regular desk or something like that that's that's about the size i was picturing them maybe a little bigger yeah. like a beach ball or something maybe yeah we'll probably find out i suppose in the next episode but um so yeah, this this is a, a story written by uh, David Whitaker and from an idea from Kit Pedler. Kit Pedler came up with the idea of the Cybermen along with Jerry Davis. Mm-hmm. And so usually he, Pedler would contribute the scientific ideas and stuff and then Jerry Davis would sort of meld them into an actual mm-hmm. story. Jerry Davis is no longer involved in Doctor Who at this point. So David Whitaker, the, story, the, the show's very first script editor... Um, having written most recently The Enemy of the World and the two Dalek stories, comes back to write these. 
do you notice anything about stuff that happens in this first episode from Doctor Who's first ever script or story editor, as it was called at the time? I don't know what you're getting at. I think you're trying to lead me to something, and I'm absolutely clueless. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm asking only so I can tell you. <laughs> Is that Do you notice a lot of similarities between perhaps the Daleks and... Uh, the Edge of Destruction, the latter of which he wrote, the previous of which he story edited. I definitely noticed uh, the Ed- Edge of Destruction bits because you have, um, we're talking about the fault indicator and, or fault locator? Something like that. Um, and the TARDIS is showing pictures of, of things to try, the doctor says to try to tempt them away, which is, you know, kind of a similar thing that the TARDIS was showing a bunch of uh, individual pictures um, when there was a there was a problem in Edge of Destruction. And um, also there's the fluid link, which that was from the Daleks. From the Daleks, yep. Yep. And uh, the need for mercury in order to make the fluid link work because it's boiled off and almost killed them. Uh, the dimensional stabilizing rod or whatever it was was that from a previous thing or is that a new techno babble thing that's a new thing okay i believe so so yeah like the i I noticed those things and the food machine there's a whole scene about food machines remember in the daleks they do the same thing that's right i was thinking about that it was it's not the same food machine though because it's not the one in the tardis obviously but you're right. Yep, I did. I did. I did notice that as well. But we didn't get the like. I was. Ex- I was hoping for Jamie to be like, "Oh wow, this is actually pretty good." Yeah. We didn't get that this time though. No, he was like, "Pills? What? I can't eat roast beef pills. That's ridiculous." Anyway, I would love roast beef pills. <laughs> Seriously, give me my food in bar form, like that. I just have to unwrap or pill form that I just have to. Life would be so much simpler. I want this. Yeah, but Jamie is. I mean, he's obviously. Mm-hmm you know taken aback by literally everything i mean they just woke up the the that morning to say goodbye to victoria and then they immediately land on this ship and then jamie needs a nap again i mean how <laughs> many naps does he need jamie sleeps so much yeah. he's you know he's very practical he's he's taken a nap where he can get it and um i feel like that's just well well within the the confines of his character he he does that a lot and you know why not? <laughs> I suppose so. The young growing boy, I suppose, uh-huh. needs his naps. And his, and his dinner. Yeah. He's probably, you know, he's probably not used to the, I mean, he, he only is subsisting on like a lemon sherbet <laughs> and four pills. So, yeah, I suppose you do need kind of your your extra sleep. I don't, I don't know what a lemon sherbet is. Is it like what we would call a lemon head? Or a lemon drop or something, maybe. I'm guessing. Okay. I don't know. Uh, British people... If if uh, if you know, else. yeah, do okay. I want because I want to know. Like, send me a link or something. What 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 is it? And is it is it like an old timey thing or is it still something that you can just get? You were hoping it'd be jelly beans or jelly babies. I oh I wouldn't say I was hoping. Oh. I was just that's what I was expecting when mm-hmm. I saw the little bag come out. I was just assumed it would be jelly babies, but it wasn't. That's one thing I'm still not actually 100 percent about. Like when the first appearance of and don't tell me don't 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 at me at this point. Did we already see him? Haven't we already seen them? I don't know. I always forget and I always lose track of when the first appearance of Jelly Bean. It's not Tom Baker. It's before then. Oh, yeah. But I don't remember when it is. And I don't want to know. I want to, I want to, let me have this Twitter. Okay. I want, I want to discover. Unless we've already seen it, in which case do at us and be like, <laughs> hey, don't you remember you boneheads? You saw uh, they will call pa- us boneheads. Patrick, me. They'll call me Patrick Trouton. Well, I don't remember either. Patrick Trouton first mentioned them in 
I don't know. I was going to pick a random story, but I'm, no, I'm not going to. Can't, so there. Can't think of one. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so uh, the little servo robot then is basically your your main guest star until the last five minutes when uh, the space crew uh, appear. So they um, the the sort of the loading image, the the featured image, if you will, of the of the story on BritBox is of Fraser Hines and Patrick Troughton poking their heads out from above a servo robot because it was like, oh, a new monster robot in Doctor Who, and the press had a big giant photo call with it and the stars of Doctor <laughs> Who. One of the many long line of things that, ooh, this is going to replace the Daleks. Didn't replace the Daleks. What do you think the little serv- about the little servo robot? Um, I I thought that promotional image looked really cool, <laughs> and then we watched the episode, and yeah. I didn't think he was as cool as I was uh, hoping because he just sort of kind of like lumbered around, and I mean he had some lights on his shoulder, which I guess is stylish. Um, it was it was a guy in a suit with square shoes and that looks like a gonk droid in a way a little bit like a gonk droid mixed with a giant bottle of aftershade gonk. shave mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gonk <laughs> yes dear i know what a gonk droid is just like them so much they just <laughs> walk around really slowly and go gonk they're the best well this guy at least has a uh, he's a laser mm-hmm. um and can seal shut doors and apparently the doctor can just unseal them right um yeah not not a ton happened but i liked the you know there's there's mystery like kind of wondering what's happening um yeah it mostly held my interest okay yeah it's one of the more it's one of the more slower moving first episodes of a story Mm -hmm. we usually do um, a podcast when we start a story after episode one because it's new. It's a free, you know we have a lot to sort of cover and stuff. But I will admit that it, when we sat down, I thought, I wonder if we'd want to watch two <laughs> in one go because of that same thing. Yep, it's. Um, I think if if we weren't watching this particular reconstruction of it, mm-hmm. or possibly you know listening to a you know the BBC audio that's got linking narration or something. I think if we were watching like a one of the more sort of old-fashioned-y reconstructions without explanations of what was happening, yeah. I would have tuned right out, maybe fallen asleep. I don't know because some of the sound effects, the sounds like the ambient noise, it's kind of soothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the music appeared already in Doctor Who and the we in the the Web Planet. Spooky space music, you mean? Uh, according to the captions. <laughs> yeah, we had the the, the captions for, for the uh, dialogue on as well. So all of the different like music and sound effects were... I, that's one of my favorite things about watching stuff with captions on, mm-hmm. to see what the how the captioner described yeah. the music. I love it. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Or the TARDIS materializing. Sometimes it's yeah. vorping. Sometimes it's wheezing, groaning. It's not so, usually wheezing, groaning. Sometimes it's electronic thrumming, throbbing. throbbing. That's throbbing. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Re- I don't know. There was one. In, there was one. I think it was music. Actually, it wasn't uh, a special a sound effect or anything. Um, <laughs> I don't think you recognize it because I was holding my ears out for it. But it went boom, boom. Did that? Did you hear that at all? Mm, not that I recall. Oh, well, anyway, it, we might hear it later on in in the story. But it's the it's the sound effect that I chose to uh, signify a fluid link on Radio Free Scarl oh. 
if I had heard it, I totally would have recognized it, but no, it yeah. didn't didn't stick out to me. Yeah, I specifically chose it because it appears in a story where the fluid link is mentioned. <laughs> you are a nerd, and I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Because there, are, I didn't. There was no sound effect for it in the Daleks, and so the only other sound effect for it occurred. It. So that's why it's there. Good work. Good work. There you go. Mm-hmm. That, that mystery that never existed in your mind is finally <laughs> solved. I guess I just assumed that there was a good reason for it because I I know you. <laughs> There's always a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So yeah, this was this was an episode one, all right. Did you? Uh, th- but then we see like humans on the on the you know whole cast of uh, of people on the on the space station. The wheel in space. Yes. It looks more like a plate in space from the angle that we saw it. You know what? Uh, uh, the novelization of this. I think Terrence Dix did it. I think it came out in 1986. It's actually kind of, I say it's rare. I've seen like three different copies of it in used bookstores or places, but it's slightly more because they produced only like 30,000 because there was like a warehouse fire that burned most of the existing stock of this novelization. So it's relatively rare. So instead of paying like five bucks for it, you'll pay 40 bucks for it, for instance, at a used bookshop or something. But the t- the cover was uh, of the, the station looked nothing like what we see it on screen it's like your typical it's kind of like um spoilers for and like nerva beacon in ark in space and so i remember when i saw like clips of the go but that what's not the actual wheel in space come on so it is a little bit disappointing i won't lie yeah a little bit yeah. the space is neat and the rocket is neat yeah. and the mini rovers are neat mm-hmm. And I like the fact that the uh, the crew of the space station gets to wear tennis shoes or runners or sneakers or whatever you call them, wherever you are. Yeah, as opposed to like big clunky space boots. Did you recognize the one, he had a close-up, um, the one called Rico? Um, I maybe, I, I saw his name in the credits and I think his, the actor's name looked familiar, but do, please tell me who it was and where we'll see him again. Donald Sumpter is his name. Yes, that's the name that stood out to me in the credits. He he is making his first of three appearances in Doctor Who. His second one will come later on uh, in the 1970s. His third would come as Rassilon in Hell Bent. Uh, and you would, of course, also recognize Whoa. him from Game of Thrones. Ah, ha, ha. Okay. Now I've put that all together. Yep. 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 Totally. I'm I'm a little tired or I might've done that on my own because the name Donald Sumter, I was like, I know that name. Mm-hmm. Why do I know that name? Now I know I don't know that name. And well, he's a baby here. I know. Got, you know, like 40 odd years separating mm-hmm. Doctor Who appearances. That's, uh, that's quite something. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, Tristan DeVere Cole makes his first and only directorial effort on Doctor Who as well. And- all of the wheel in space or just this first episode? all of the wheel in space sorry yeah. okay oh just just checking i yeah. didn't know if this is one of those weird ones where nope. somebody got fired or had a heart attack or something but no that's no okay there are those that happen we'll get to those <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah oh i'm aware yeah. <laughs> um yeah i mean <laughs> i mentioned that only because i just first episode <laughs> it's uh yeah it it's inter- like I'm. I'm interested enough. I'm not in love with this one. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I. I just. I really enjoyed 
uh, Fury from the Deep so much yeah. that anything that came after was going to be a tough act to follow, especially since we just lost Victoria. Yeah. And like, it's a credit. <laughs> yeah, she did get it. Well, because yeah. at the beginning they did the re- reprise yeah. where we got to see Jamie being all petulant mm-hmm. about leaving her behind again. Um, and yeah, like the Doctor and Jamie have a great relationship, but I feel like they don't do a great job of carrying it through this story like it's just the two of them and it just it feels a little strained it feels like as i alluded to uh it feels like a a william hartnell era story shoehorned into the troughton era Mm -hmm. you know when usually there'd be the doctor and susan go off and explore somewhere and barbara and ian go off somewhere you cut back and forth between but instead this time it's just jamie and the doctor exploring a spaceship for an entire episode and after so many stories of um you know doctor lands and there's a whole base of people to interact with and everything Mm -hmm. like there's all that going on but here it's like this is like a, a a flashback episode to early 1964 or something you know yeah yeah so they have to sort of stretch it out and pull their drama from jamie being hungry (laughs) and wanting to take a nap and then you know the the lurching and the doctor hitting his head and just being kind of out of it and possibly concussed and Mm -hmm. but apparently still sneaky because he managed to sneak out of the room without jamie noticing so yeah, it was. Uh, I I look forward to more stuff happening. I think. I would. I would. Uh, I know you're tired. It's eight twenty six p.m. on a Friday night. I would like to push you to watch at least one more episode. I'll consider it. I'm making no promises right now. Okay, the third one exists. You can actually watch moving pictures. That's exciting. So it is exciting. It's been a long week. It is Friday night. I just published two podcasts and edited like a couple hours of another one. It's it's a long night. Doctor Who, though. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to this. I've held off watching this recon so I could watch it with you. If if you make me try to make me feel guilty about it, I'm going to have a very <laughs> negative. I'm not experience and feeling about this story. So be careful, buddy. I will be careful. <laughs> okay, good. Also, I like this story because the production code is my initials SS. Aw, that's nice. We already we already watched mine. That was uh, Power of the Daleks. Right? Well done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. E E. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, there you go. Wheel in Space, Episode One. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's post this thing and maybe we'll watch another one. Okay. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>